people that you ever did see. Younger than springtime, I'm a newborn baby. And the show is gonna surely make you shout. Yes, ma'am. We're talking about five questions with James and Jam. Yeah, that's it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, welcome to the show. Are you, are you voguing? I was doing something. I was like thinking to myself, we need to come up with like ography. Like, you oh. know, how they have the. Right, right. Like a. I'm going to need to put something on that, like an ointment. <laughs> you need an ointment for doing dance already for just that amount of dance is that much dancing that's much dancing i am not a dancer i am an aggressive mover <laughs> and i appreciate and love that about you my honey banane hi everybody um, Hello, everyone. Oh, we have some Vinnie Mussolino and Jason Vizia here. Hello, um, boys. Um, so just so you know, people in the world, um, because we're on this other platform, we don't know that you're who exactly is here until you say like hi in the comments, right? <laughs> um, so and it doesn't even that... have to be public. Like, like you can just write hi, and we'll yeah. see it and be like, hey. Hey, oh, my friend hey, Will, Will is here. He says he loves this program. Yes, the network is um isn't canceled us yet. Hasn't canceled. The network us yet, has not canceled us. We are we're, we've been <laughs> thrown to several different time slots, but yes, here we, we are. Yeah, they're like well, um, that five questions with James and Jam thing. Like eh, just, I don't know. They just keep moving all over the place, right? I think we're safe as long as they don't move us to like Tuesday. Tuesday, death, you know? death. Yes. Seriously. Oh my gosh, our sound mixer, Mr. Corey Tutt, is in the house. Hey. And our most favorite, Miss Caroline Aquino, is Hello. here. Um, well, I think you we have, have a two a... show extension. <laughs> <laughs> there um, you have it. How was your week? Um, my week was good. I got jabbed at the Javits. I got yes. jabbed at the Javits. Um, it was Did it very. Hurt? Um, so the shot itself did not hurt. Um, what did happen was I got really sleepy. Um, and then <laughs> it felt like the back of my eyeballs were extremely thirsty. So that was like the headache that I got. It wasn't like a headache. Was it like here, a visine thing? Like, or just like that? Like it literally felt just like the back half of my eyeballs were like <gasps> water <laughs> um, for about 24 wow. hours. And then wow. yeah, today was fine. Although I still can't sleep on my on my on my left. Right. Right. But it's fine. I mean I'm glad we're I'm, we're I'm, I'm very end. glad for you. Um, how was your week, honey? Uh I'm tired. Of diversity. <laughs> it's it's real hard every week. Um, this week's assholery involved uh, Oberlin Conservatory. <laughs> it is like my absolute favorite thing. It is well, because well, like mess. every but next week there'll be something else. So if you guys don't know, Oberlin Conservatory, one of the like top music and theater schools in the country. In the country, um, they've always had a problem with 
any like having the right amount of people of color, but they tried, of course, to do somebody's Black History Month programming. Now, allegedly, they did something every single week of Black History Month, but they only put out a flyer for the last week. Mm. Which was, it was a flyer. Nothing um, but white people. Nothing but white people. <laughs> all of these um, composers of color, William Grant Still, all these people. And the people performing this music by composers of color, all white people. Mm-hmm. And it was like, and of course, they got immediately dragged and people took to everything. And the thing about it, James, was I thought it was a joke. Like when I first saw it, I thought it was a joke. I did I was too. Like, this has to I did too. Joke. Well, because obviously, then, like no one would let that happen. Oh my gosh! Too, no one would put together funny. a program like this and actually have like six white people singing. What were they singing? Because some of that music. Is Massa, don't beat me in the cotton field wall. It's like, like it's, just like, round tones. Right, around. round tones about like <laughs> slavery and go down Moses. Um, but oh. sung by like mm-hmm. somebody who shouldn't be singing it, allegedly. Oh I just want to say hi, Jimmy Wilson. Hi, Jimmy and, Wilson. Um, Corey, t- I know you told me to hydrate. I didn't. I was back. Um, <laughs> um, tell us hi in the comments if you're watching tonight um, so yes. we can give you some love and, and shout you up and all of that stuff. Oh, wait. Also, you were doing something with high schoolers, right? You're about to do something <laughs> next, with high schoolers? Next week, I am. So over the next two weeks, I'm talking next week to my old high school which yeah. is fascinating, and the following week to my old college. So next week, it's an hour-long thing with my high school music teacher and her class and then two other schools' theater departments. And they've oh. sent me all of these questions that like, all, a bunch of the kids have asked, and I have to pick like you know 20 or so of them and, and say, these are the ones I'm going to answer, and answer them in the Zoom. But the questions are unbelievable. It's a lot of like... I. I never would have been able to ask anyone who came to my high school about like, you know, has your sexuality ever been an issue in you getting cast in a role? Um, Mm -hmm. Have you ever not gone to an audition because you thought um, they didn't want to see someone of your race or someone of your sexuality? And I was like, you're 15. Wow. And so I'm just, I'm fascinated by what this conversation is going to be. I love also watching everybody say hi to everybody. To everybody else in the comments, which is like wonderful. It's just (laughs) great. Our show is entertainment, but it's building community, people. We are a network. We are are a connecting thread. Elle Morgan is in the waiting room, like going, this this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are our guest this week is uh El Morgan Lee. Uh, the award-winning actress. <laughs> yes. Uh also from the cast of a strange loop. Um so yes. we are very very good friends. Um she's got several things coming up that Yes. I don't know, we just she's been like so supportive also of us trying to do this thing and like figure out how to be these old people online here. And she's <laughs> just been so supportive. And I think she's fascinating to talk to and just like I want everyone to hear 
from her always and she's also yeah. starting her own show like yep. uh sort of a virtual tomorrow, talk show thing. Right? Like, i think i think maybe tomorrow it starts it's called the yeah. circle and yeah, yeah. So we'll talk to her about that a little bit absolutely um, we have a we, we 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 have um her doing what she does so fantastically which is sing um mm -hmm. so we have a performance from her tonight live on tape <laughs> yes yes live on tape um so yeah i'm just i'm very excited to like i think we have i, I love so jam and i meet um like you know day or two before the show to try to plan out the show and figure out what the five questions we're going to ask our guests are and yeah. our questions i feel are quite lovely like i'm like oh these are good like i personally <laughs> i said oh we're doing some hard-hitting journalism Hard hitting. And, and you know, because it's Elle Morgan, I think we're also going to do some gotcha journalism. No, we're not going to. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Barbara. Barbara Whitman's watching. Oh, my God. Barbara Whitman. Oh, well, we have to give Barbara Whitman a quick shout out. Um, <gasps> yes. Um, there is an award. The Barbara Whitman just, Award. Um, which was just named in her honor. Um, yeah. And it is for um, female and trans directors. And I think the 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 opening, like to to nominate someone, it's coming up. Um, I think so. We'll post uh, all think, the info. Yeah, if, if Jimmy or Barbara want to let us know when when the when the nominations are, we'll 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 throw that up on the on the thing as well. But um, yeah, congrats, Barbara. <laughs> yeah, it's so exciting. I just like, I love, you know, we can only sit at home for so long. And then, like, everyone starts to figure out what can I do from right here? Oh my and gosh. Yes. I love it. I love yes. it. Um, Andrew Volkoff is here. Fantastic. Hey, representing. Um, so so shall we move into our, our regularly scheduled programming? Yes, for um, our, our, our favorite segment is uh, <laughs> called Three Minutes. What? It's called yeah. what? Called three Minutes. <laughs> everything has a number. It's five questions. There's three minutes. There's, later on, there's, some, there's a one. So yeah, th this section is called Three Minutes, um, where each one of us has something we just want to kind of speak to the people about for three minutes and, and, uh, and, and this week it's you yes i have a three minutes this week i needed my reading glasses um my three minutes this week is for uh the incomparable oh but the words are going to be backwards up here too uh the incomparable ruby d um oh, i have so i have i have <gasps> that there. yes once a year i told you i was making assets girl I love you. <laughs> Once a year, I, I've i had this book since I think I was 14 or 15 years old. Wait, and, wait, wait, I didn't start the clock. <gasps> oh my God. Because it's supposed to be three minutes. So you tell, tell oh, me when it starts. Okay. It started. So three minutes about Ruby D, who I absolutely love. I've had this book, My One Good Nerve, uh, since I was 14 or 15 years old. I got it at the National Black Theater Festival when she was doing this book as a one-woman show. So it's all like poems and little essays and like tributes to people. Like she writes things to Marvin Gaye and to James Baldwin. And she writes a lot of poems to her husband, Ozzie Davis. And it was brilliant. And I was 14 when I saw it. And this little tiny gay boy seeing royalty on stage at a podium with just her pages in her hand. And in front of me 
was in, I always say in the pew in front of me because it felt very spiritual, but in the pew in front of me was Marla Gibbs on one side and on the others and next to her was Charles Nelson Riley because Charles Nelson Riley apparently directed the one woman show. And I just was like transfixed and I was try I wanted to read something from it. So I was, there's my favorite poem. I read three poems out of here every year. I have read the whole book, but every year I make it a point to reread these three poems. So one of them is a poem that she um, wrote to Ossie Davis, just called An Ode to O.D., that if you find the time, go read it. It's lovely. Um, I was going to read the, the following poem about, um, it's called I Am Somebody, which is also lovely. But then I realized there's a third one in the back that I forgot about that explains uh, pretty much where we're all at with uh, patience right now as, as it relates to the pandemic. So, and it's also the title, po title poem from My One Good Nerve. So I'm going to read that for you right now. And it explains to me, I, when she got to this point, it's the finale of the one woman show. And when she got to this point, I think I just understood absolutely everything about everything. I wanted to be someone on that stage. I wanted to be in love. I wanted to be a black person in the arts. And I just, she was embodying everything in the 90 minutes that I saw her do this thing and then finish the show with this. And this poem sums up where I've been uh, patience-wise and procrastination-wise for about a year. <laughs> it's called <laughs> My One Good Nerve. The nerves once functioned like a symphony, but the struggle got rough. Promises, fulfillments didn't match all the overlooking, overcoming got too tough. Vipping when I needed to vop, going straight ahead when I needed to stop. Spending life's blood in gambling joints, cashing in my gold for chips to plunk down on irrelevancies, stupidities, and detours past too many main points, forgetting to cool out the noises, pay attention, living life ad lib, ad hoc, at random. People, events, descriptions, definitions like tiny jumbled jigsaw puzzle pieces screaming to get ordered, fitted into a serene and beautiful picture of me making sense. <laughs> but the madnesses, the contradictions, the procrastinations, the absurdities took over. So hysteria just torpedoed the territory, stripped all the nerves, except one. <laughs> so I'm standing here outside the last gate to myself with my fist balled up and, and dug in my hips. I'm gonna put on my glasses and, and, and poke out my lips, ready to do battle, hook a mean curve before I let anything get on my one good nerve. Then together and focused, I will stroll on through to the power and glory with, with a glass of water on my head, then hold for a gentle pat on my back as I present myself with my one good nerve intact. Hurrah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I thought this book was out of print also, but it's apparently available on Amazon and I highly recommend it. It's very short and it is so lovely. And there's an intro in the book written by Ossie Davis that, I don't know, there's a lot in here about her life in the arts and the theater and her, her love of that space and her man. So I think that's um, a lovely thing. I love the story you told about, um, well, 
we'll save it for another time. But why you love it so much um, that sometimes mm. love just boils down to take out the trash. In the poem, <laughs> um, in the poem that's an ode to Ozzie Davis, an ode to O.D., it's this long thing about why she loves him. And, and this it's a beautiful poetic thing. And you can picture everything that she's saying about this man that she has spent these years with. And it, you think it's going to boil down to some big romantic flowery something, and it just ends with Ossie. I've been trying to tell you this, and I don't know what other way to say it, but take out the trash. <laughs> That's it. That's it. You can just be. I love like, it. it doesn't have to be all flowers and romance and, and and poetry and whatever, because sometimes it just comes down to take out the trash. For us, it's usually like, what are we going to eat tonight? Is the, did we empty the dishwasher? Like, is there, like it's not the poetry and the, the stuff. It's I think it's it's so wonderful that it's the simple things that mean the most. I love it. Um, Caroline Aquino, as usual, is on it. The Whitman deadline, March fifteenth. Now you know, people. Now you we'll know. We'll post about it because I think it's a totally cool thing. Yeah, it's quite um, amazing. Yeah. Um, so. I think it's about that time. To bring on our guest. Yes. I don't need um, my glasses right now. Yes, and let um, me find our, let me find the, the video asset that I created. Oh, we have an asset, for, yes. For her entrance okay. to the show. Okay. Um, so ladies and gentlemen, sit back, relax, have a glass of wine, and get ready for Miss L. Morgan Lee. <laughs> hurrah, 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 hurrah. Oh, oh. my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> the, that's the flyer from Oberlin Conservatory. <laughs> oh, God bless. It's, you know, I had to pull it up. I, you love a receipt. Uh -huh. You love a receipt. <laughs> You love it more than life. Oh, you how know, are I, you? Oh, what? Yes. No. I'm, oh, oh, go, Jan. What were you saying? I want to know how you are. I'm okay. I am. I am here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm much better here here in this room with you all. Yeah. Um, where are you? You're uptown. I'm uptown in the Heights. Yes. Yes. One thing that I wanted to to mention with the both of you here, because I was like, oh wow, we should talk about that, is the 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 rent twenty five um, that's happening. And New York Theater Workshop mm -hmm. has been doing um, a broadcast. I think you can't get it until um, the sixth. I think it's like think Sunday or right. something it's like that. Sick, yeah. Um, but um, did you watch it yet? I haven't yet, but haven't the thing either. that I kept thinking about was um, what a legacy. And like, mm -hmm. Strange Loop is a part of that legacy, right? Like, yeah. we, um, Michael won, won the Jonathan the Larson, Larson Award. Oh, yeah. You remember? Yeah. Um, yeah. For a Strange Loop. And we, mm -hmm. we got to be at that ceremony all together, and Jason was there. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I think like, you, I, were there, um, you were there, and you were there. And you were there, and you were there. And I think that was like, um, that was one of those first awards, at least for me, where I started to dream about what a show of a strange loop could look like. You know what I mean? Mm. Like the show had always felt almost too dangerous and like 
too black, too queer, too smart, too whatever. Just too everything. Too everything. And I that, was actually like, not there. Oh, you weren't. Research, research, Jam. There's a video. I'm, I'm so no, well. You were not. Wow. I knew now, that because I had because I had to shoot uptown that night. I came down afterwards. And you met came you after. After. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. See, El Morgan now has another receipt on me. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, Jam. We'll just chalk it up to age. Oh yes. <laughs> I love you. I haven't done any. I have not made any sideways remarks to you in almost in over a year. I had to do one. That's true. That's true. I had to do one. That's true. This was no, every day um, of rehearsal and performance. <laughs> Hi, old person. <laughs> no, but there is this whole like I think a lot of what we were realizing as we were planning the the evening with El Morgan was like this history that we have and a strange loop just weaves through so much of our life um our lives uh definitely you know uh, so the first question actually revolves around uh <laughs> I might have to learn how to play that I'm going to figure that out. Um, <laughs> the first question revolves around receipts because, <laughs> but, and receipts in the good, there's, you know, receipts that people use in a bad way. Oh, it's a dangerous topic with us. I know, I know. I don't even think it's re receipts isn't the right word. I think it, it's about documenting moments. <laughs> and I, th I think that even like in every sense of the word, I think that you love the documentation of a moment. I think that is, that's oh, the yes. photographer in you. That is, she, <laughs> she's like, well, see, I'll show you. But no, I think that's the photographer in you, right? Uh -huh. like, that's where that, that, that speaks directly to you saying like, oh, here's a moment. I want to capture that. Um, give, give me that and let me like, make it make it pretty it's the like, photographer it's, slash only child i think just oh. sort of holding holding on to like just like little memories like for my own self to sort of enjoy later on when i'm like likely going to be alone you're going to be alone did that lead into photography like what when did you start taking photos when did like 11 years ago at this point or so maybe yeah yeah was i it, mean like what started it i had just finished doing a reading of a show that i'm writing or on the writing team for now um mm -hmm. called madam and we had just done a reading and it was a situation where i was just tired of hearing other people's opinions about what i was doing like it, when, it, when it's a new project, you're dealing with lots of people sort of chiming in on what they think the narrative should be and what they think this character should be and the journey yeah. they think this person should take. And it was one of those things where I was like, I just like, I'm kind of tired of hearing everybody else's voices about the story that I want to tell. Um, and so I need to find some sort of outlet that just allows me to do whatever I want to do and put it the out there. you want to do and it. Then, yes. And then anything that's talked about afterwards, it's not about me anymore. It's about them. It's about you. Whatever you, whatever, however you interpret that thing, it's on you. It's not really about me. I'm just sort of taking note of who you are as a result of how you respond to whatever that thing is. So, so when so you, I got a camera. when oh. you're photographing and it's like you have photographed a lot of people mm -hmm. and I think, 
I also, I think you're a people person and you have a way of making people comfortable. I hate having my photo taken and mm-hmm. you have taken several photos of me and you just make me comfortable. So is that like, were you aware of that, that you have that what, skill? What's so funny is when I first decided to get the camera, I was temping at a, at a finance firm in Midtown East and my okay. team was going on a department retreat upstate. So I just had this idea. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to bring my phone and I'll just be taking pictures. I have all these pictures of like Bear Mountain and all this like huge landscapes. Wow. Somehow out of that, I was like, I'm going to buy a camera and take portraits of people. It's like, I had just taken like, <laughs> like three or wow. four days of just like woods and mountains right. and creeks. And somehow it was like, but I need people. Hmm. Um, so I think wow. it's interesting that it's, I, I just, it's, it's the life. It's the life that sort of, I like to remember moments from people. So I think it just, it, it all just translates really well into photography. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I love that. I love that. And, and taking creep shots with your iPhone. Um, <laughs> and I mean, sending... maybe, maybe, maybe a little bit of voyeur in me. Mm-hmm. I know <laughs> that. And I know you have all of the receipts on everything that's going on. All I the time. Think it's but I don't talk about it out loud, though, is the no, thing. I don't know. share it. I just, I just keep things to myself. I literally, I, I'm going to remove the word receipts. I, th- I think it's documenting. <laughs> I really do. Um, um, James, you want to really ask cool. the next the next question? Oh, yeah. that was the first really one. Good. That was okay, that was good. the first. See, they're all like loose and like. See, is this? Um, before you like go in now, the yeah, because now, now, now we're gonna do the gotcha. <laughs> thing oh, we're still no, known for. Not at all, not at all. <laughs> so this, well, because this, this is something that I think a lot of people may not know. So, um, you know, the last year, of course, has been a void of nothing, and the year before, we finally performed a strange loop, like publicly, you know, on the stage at Playwrights Horizons. We've been doing it for three million years at music stands and doing workshops and readings in every possible. <laughs> she keeps, thank you, Jason. Research. Thank you. That's what I'll call it from now on. It's no more receipts. It is acquired research. <laughs> so we've been doing things at music stands for years, years and years and years, um, which was lovely. And it did speak to some of this, like, well, maybe no one's ever going to do this thing. So you can yeah. do whatever you want or be whoever you want to be. But there was a point uh, after music stands were ending where we knew we were going into an actual real show. There was a point where you were actually going to leave A Strange Loop. Um, Can you talk about why? No. (laughs) Can you imagine (laughs) Actually, no. I I plead the fifth. (laughs) That was not the game. No, no, there there definitely was a moment. There was a moment, well, because, I mean, I guess full transparency, of course, I started my transition during the process of development for this show. And so as I was sort of figuring me out and really working through like the things that I needed to um, feel the most affirmed with, I started realizing more and more that like, the space in the show, there was not a space for me in the show. Mm. Um, to me, there was, there was, there was, you know, I could do my track, but it just, I felt like I needed to step away in order to provide the space for the person that was supposed to be there. 
I felt mm. like I love I love the piece. I care about the piece. I care about everyone in it. And I just felt like it was not really my story to tell. So it was like, I'd rather step away and know that I'm going to support everyone right. at playwrights in the front row cheering and cheering, but right. like just to make room for the person whose story I believed that should have been there. Mm. I, and I, I remember it was around, so one of the times that you did take photos for me. <laughs> we took oh, photos. Yes. Mm -hmm. We were at your apartment, and that so we took the photos in twenty minutes. We, we were done with that, and then with the rest of the day, we spent just con conversating. And I was like pleading because I, I, I found so what I know of you now, and I think what a lot of people know of El Morgan right now is you are like you're doing all of the new work. Mm -hmm. um, there's like new writers, new composers. New, they're like uh, El Morgan because you are unreal and your your talent is like is crazy, and so that is wonderful. Now we're talking. We're going back three years, mm -hmm. where there was a writer and a director, Michael Jackson mm -hmm. and Stephen Brackett, who were like, "No, please, please do yeah. not leave." We we'll have this thing and we want you. We want and we are so thankful that you told us where you are in your in your space, but we want to turn this thing into something for you and we want to do it the right way. And that requires you. You, yeah. That is such a special and wonderful thing that <clears throat> I just don't think some people don't get. Or they don't they, they, and just like know, doesn't happen. Right. Right, I think because I think there's a lot of like people being used as gimmicks sometimes out there, mm -hmm. and this was a team of people who did not want to do that, and mm -hmm. that required only you, because I think I, you, you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I, I and think, it was. Go on, I'm sorry, Jim. No, I, I, just so you know, like I, I'd mentioned, I was workshopping a show with um, Stephen Brackett, the director, um, uh, during the time when you were deciding whether you were going to stay or not. And, I, and he and I had like several conversations where he's like, I don't want her to leave. Is she going to leave? I don't want her to leave. Can you think she's going to leave? I don't want her to leave. She's going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, he was just like very, very concerned that that was going to happen. It was like one of the hardest emails I've had to send was, mm -hmm. was drafting up a letter to say, I need to step away so that the person that belongs there can fill that space. Mm -hmm. um, because it was completely in. It was completely in like service of the show. It was completely, right. it was right. like all out of love for the show and for everyone and for love for the, a love for the, the, the person that I believed was supposed to be there. Mm. Cause I was like, that person is not going to have a space. And here I am in this space going to be feeling uncomfortable and going to be feeling really like I'm like sort of sitting in the midst of everybody else's party kind of a mm. thing. Well, the space I, was meant for you, honey, and that, like yeah, it was. I think that's the thing. Was, you, know, you know, when something was, is, when something's just right. It was. Yeah, it's, it, one, I mean, it's one of those things that, like, you don't. I think just as an actor, you don't, you don't expect a team to come back at you with right? that response because we are so used to being told that, like, sort of everyone is just, oh, well, we'll just replace you. It becomes okay. Well, if you gotta, you know, do what you gotta do. And Stephen I, was very much like we want to have a conversation with you and let's chat about things. Yeah. And they actually were like, we were talking about you behind your back. You just didn't realize. So <laughs> we need to share with you what we've been talking about. Right. Um, and it was, think, it was really lovely. Such a rare thing. That's yeah. It was, really it was, it was, it was just lovely to have 
a team say, "Oh, um, we, oh. we want we want to do the work." Tom Lorraine. Oh, there, there we go. Yeah, yeah. I, I was actually getting right into it. It's it's they they basically were like, you know, we it's not about changing anything or not about you know shifting casting. We wanted to keep you in this space, right. and so we need to know, you know, be if you can be open with us to let us know once we get into the process the things that made you feel like you needed to send that email. Let us know the things that made you feel like you don't belong or the moments that make you feel like if there's language that you're being asked to say that doesn't feel like something that you feel is affirming or able for you to sit in it, let us know. And like, and Stephen was like, you know, full transparency. I might, I might, you know, fight you a little bit and kind of want to talk about it a bit just to kind of see where you are. But but I want to be able to have those conversations and like try to do that work to make sure that um, you do feel at home and do feel safe in the space that you're in, which is, I mean, it's, that's something that sort of, you could never, um, you could just never expect a team to do that. I mean, I think that like at the end of the day, it was, it was, there were so many layers to all of it. Uh Mm-hmm. That it was, you know, it was that happening. It was also like I said, I was I'm like in the middle of transition. The middle like, there's of so it. many, like right. there's so many things shifting. So like even quite frankly, from the time I sent that letter to when mm-hmm. we started rehearsals, I was in a slightly different, like I was a little bit more realized. I was constantly right. becoming more <laughs> right. and more realized as we're going through. And like my feelings around the material and around my space and the material just sort of continued to be more clarified with each step. Um so and and I think the all the end of everything was I in so many ways needed um I needed that sort of family setting to in many ways sort of I mean in many ways sort of have my back through what could have been a really disastrous right um, thing because there are a lot of people I mean it's a lot of exposure at playwrights it's a lot of there everybody goes to playwrights to see the shows I had no idea what I was going to face when I stepped out onto the stage um that was not that was my first time you know since being um since living in the most authentic way that was really my first time stepping out like in front of all these people that I completely don't know and sort of being at the mercy of whatever these people think and so what I was met with um was thank God, you know, what I wanted to be met with. Um, mm. It was really affirming and really like, I got a lot, I had, I gained a lot of confidence about my own self and about my own presence and such during that run because it was just like affirming all over the place. It was that people mm. are seeing, people are seeing you as you want to be seen. I mean, to some extent, it was also seeing me in, in ways that I didn't expect to be seen. Like I remember right. Michael came to me a couple times and was like, in talkbacks, you know, we've had a couple people make a comment saying, you know, this is a queer show. This is a queer space. So what, what's with the black woman on stage? Right. And I was right, like, right, right. oh, I, I was actually very nervous of being sort of lumped in, mm. to a, in a different way. And instead, it was as if I was like, I was being, in a sense, misgendered, but towards being a cis woman. And it was like, right. this is. I didn't expect that. I mean, I don't mind. I don't mind that assumption because it is less problematic from those people than the other way. But, um, but also like, oh, that's interesting. And so Michael was like, how, how do you want us to, um, how would you want us to like answer this, this question? Yeah. I was like, well, the, the way to answer it is why would you put a girl in the cast? Why is there a girl in the show? 
Um, because the answer to that question shouldn't be, well, you know, we have her there because she's trans. Because if you say that, then the audience is inherently going to think something really problematic. And like, that's, that's, that's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. so it's the, the answer to that question becomes, why is there a girl in the cast? And in a strange loop, it really becomes, you know, why wouldn't there be a girl in this boy's head? Exactly. In this particular man's head in particular. I mean, everybody's head, there's a woman in there somewhere. Yeah. But but in this particular one, there's clearly some female and feminine energy sort of seeping out from everywhere. So mm -hmm. it, it makes perfect sense. I think I think that clarity sort of came. Um, oh, I'm oh just yeah, yeah, it's them. crazy. Um, because some people... People are having um, great reactions to to what you're saying about the process, we and so I'm we just depend on the kindness, kindness of strangers. Of strangers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Viewing the whole thing was very much like witnessing some sort of divine intervention. Mm. You mm -hmm. know, it, I have stood next to you all of these years, the singing, <laughs> singing this thing. Uh -huh. And and like harmonizing to the uh, high Q sharp mm -hmm. every time we stand at this music stand, <laughs> mm -hmm. and watching you and this team piece this together and find the the language, there mm -hmm. there was no better team and there was no better actress. It was supposed to be you. Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be them. Otherwise, we wouldn't be where we got to. And that process was amazing. I mean, like just just the fact that we had the blessing of so many workshops, and and mm -hmm. so that when we got oh into God. the rehearsal rehearsal period, the conversations that we had. I mean, like you know, we were staging, we and were Roger was do, like, "Yeah, um, let's rehearse this thing," and da 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 da. da. But we were at we the were first really rehearsal, we were able to, to just, like sit like, and do a table read. We that, did a full yeah, we did a full read, read like right. a full invested table read at the first rehearsal at play playwrights because we could. Yeah, because. For years, and I said this the other day when we were talking, for years, we have been behind the music stand mm -hmm. in so many ways mm -hmm. with this piece. And something happened. That was first, it was a fear of, wait, yeah. wait a minute, they want to do this for real? Like, what in the world is this going to look like? We're supposed, we're supposed to move while we're doing. Do you remember? Do you remember when you remember when they said they were bringing in a choreographer and we were like, said, "You want us said, to dance during this?" <laughs> I said, "What's that going to do?" Y'all ask. You're asking us to dance. Also, also, we've been working on this for years, and none of us have memorized the opening. So, how are we supposed? <laughs> how are we supposed to dance on time? <laughs> Oh my God. It was the thought that we had to look at each other, first of all. Face <laughs> to face. The oh my God, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> the fear of stepping out from behind a music stand mm -hmm. was really in our heads terrifying. Yeah. But when you got, well, we got to do it in every way possible for all of us, I think it was such a beautiful thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then now here we are on the other side of it. That's so interesting that you put it that way because it really was like, in terms of my own journey, like each step away from that music stand was actually like a step closer to myself. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, it's I, like well, the most realized version of me was, yeah. ended up being on stage in the actual show. Yeah. Like that's, I, I mean, think, I, oh, it just, yeah, go on, I'm sorry, Jam. So, well, I, I because- It goes into Jam's next question. Yeah, it goes into my question, which was, 
What does it mean to step into your truth? And I think you've kind of like talked about that a little bit, but like my personal journey with a strange loop includes the privilege of what, of witnessing your personal journey and mm -hmm. stepping into your authenticity in such a brave and beautiful way. And so that was like, a, that was like such a privilege and like one of the things that I will I will always treasure about the time of of doing a strange loop was watching you step into your truth. So I wanted you to talk about that. I, I mean, I think you 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 have. And so on the flip side, because you you mentioned this once a little while ago, what was the cost of doing that, right? Like what what was what like what did you gain and what was lost a little bit from because I think sometimes people see the end result of a journey, but they don't necessarily understand, oh, there is a cost to being mm -hmm. authentic. Mm -hmm. You know, I if if you oh, want to go there. <laughs> I know. Oh, the moment where you you bring a cancer into the room who's already water signing all watery. <laughs> <laughs> I really like you to dig in a little bit deeper and like tell us what was the cost of this. Um, I, I, what did I gain? I gained myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I gained freedom. I mm -hmm. gained um, the ability to fly in so many ways because it's in so much, so much of just even being vocal about an experience that is not. Um, that is not considered normal to society uh -huh. is really uh -huh. to stand out alone and to sort of take a leap in a right. way that you you are not taught that you're supposed to take. Right. So you are sort of in many ways walking into a dark space with no flashlight, with nothing around you except trust and yep. knowing that you're walking towards a light somewhere that you hopefully will reach. Mm. Um, and so... I, but you know that like every step that you take is closer to that light and it's better to be walking towards that than to stay where you were because there's something, I think it's, it's the, it's the moment when you, it's the moment when you truly tell yourself the truth and the moment when you truly admit and, and, and start to embrace the truth. My, my transition has always been about learning to love and embrace the fullness of who I am. Um, and I think that in that way, transition is something that everyone is always experiencing, whether right. you are cis or trans or non-binary, whatever you are, there is always a degree of uh, a walk towards embracing the fullness of who you are. Um, and so for me, that meant really like sitting with myself and trying to feel out. And it's interesting because sometimes I also say that my camera introduced me to myself. Hmm. Oh. Because I, I whenever I shoot people, I want to tap into who you are at the most primal place, at the most sort of, at, I want to know who you are at your bones. I want to sit with you and truly see you. That is wow. something that I really pride myself on. And I've always been that. I, I mean, I'm an only child and I'm someone who is a little bit like quirky. So like, I know that there were things, I always sat and watched. I always observed people. I always sort of taking, I mean, this has been something, it's funny that as an adult, I had this camera because as a child, if I would go into a neighborhood, I would sit in my window and watch children play love. outside right. before I would go outside. So when I went outside, I'd walk straight to the group that I could trust 
because mm. I'd already watched them. Oh. I'd already vetted them. Okay. Um, wow. So, so I've I've sort of always been that person. So what did I what did I lose? I, I, I think I think the cost the cost of the cost of walking towards your truth and yourself is all of the things that you were holding on to that weren't true. And exactly. it's it's the, the cost is that you had become and that is that I had become accustomed to trying to align myself with an experience that actually was never mine. Mm. And I had I had become I had forced myself sort of into submission of well, this is what it is. You this is what you're supposed to be doing. And like, so the difference of of feeling what it feels like when you're actually in your path and you're actually walking, you're you are that's why I say flying is the only thing I can think of because it it does feel that sort of weightless and like I'm I'm doing everything I've ever dreamed of in so many ways. Now that comes with a cost of because you are different, because there are obstacles, because all those things. It's like, if I was having sure. problems, if I was having problems dating before, that is just <laughs> on a whole new high now because there are, you know, there's, there are, there's, it's complex. And the understanding right. of women who are, you know, trans or living in some sort of gender expansive experience um, is something that the world has not fully wrapped around yet. So as a result, seeing us as being desirable is something that people only feel like they can do in secret. Mm. And the ones who speak up and who are vocal about their attraction to us or girls like me, um, it's, it's interesting because we have, we as a community also have so much to work through on our own um, that I think that sometimes we are not fully in the position of being able to receive that love because we've been told for so long that we're not right. right. So when someone truly sits and mm -hmm. is interested in the fullness of who we are, sometimes still like, we, we sort of somehow repel that. I do right. believe that that's an element of it. Um, I don't necessarily know for myself. I mean, I'm, I'm a little random. I feel like there are things that, um, there are things that I'm interested in or peep types of people that I'm interested in that would never align with what people say that I'm supposed to be interested in. But I'm like, look, this is like, I, I'm just here for people that see me. Suppose it's really, it's really that word. simple. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. I answered lots of questions in that, but. <laughs> well, that, that was, I, I, it's, I'm like, did I actually answer the question that you asked? You answered all the questions and you literally you did. did it beautifully. Um, and, did, and didn't break. I kept. I, I went through a nice round scenic route so that I wouldn't oh, get too much there. in the pit. <laughs> um, you want to ask the next question, yeah. Mr. Jackson? Um, what is the difference between diversity and representation? And before you answer that, I'm just going to let you know. Like Viva, Viva. I hope I'm pronouncing this one right. Viva, Viva La Huerga is just loving everything. Is yes. wonderful. Love and everything. Okay. That's Peter. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So what what is the difference between diversity and representation? Because hmm. like, I started this evening saying I'm exhausted by diversity <laughs> because I am. I'm literally it like makes my throat close up. I'm exhausted by diversity. 
and but when I think of L. Morgan Lee, I think you are a champion of representation. Mm-hmm. And so that means there is a difference. So what what is the difference for you? What are your feelings on diversity and representation? So diversity is a word that I feel like I use with quotations now because its initial intent has been so blown out of proportion <laughs> that, that um, I think that people are very good at making a word mean what's convenient, uh, something that's convenient for them. Mm. Um, So I think that diversity has taken on, has taken on this, this, this identity that is sort of only what we need to see that will make us feel okay sleeping at night that requires the least amount of work. Mm. Um, And, and I think, and I feel like so often conversations around diversity, especially during this time of, of reckoning um, that we are in right now. Um, I feel like in particular (laughs) during this space, the conversations are sort of whittled down to being a specifically black and white thing. Um, And I think that the, the word representation naturally sort of explodes that a bit more because you can't make res- representation just about two things. Right. Um, and in the end of the day, diversity is also not, um, it's been gentrified. It's the, oh. <laughs> it's the new Brooklyn. Um, I, I think, I think that representation, I mean, it's, it, even if I think is even if I say diversity, I have always thought representation. I've always thought that we we need to be a little bit more vocal about the num the vast number of intersections that fall into um, people that need to be seen, people that need to be heard, voices on every level. On every level. So like right. it's not just it's not just a black and white situation because even inside of those groups are so many other groups too. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's diversity about, to me about gender, it's about race, age, size. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things. And and we live in a world that is definitely more than just black and white. Mm-hmm. I, the diversity I, for me seems like it's a, I picture a, a very cold conference room with a team of people Daryl. trying to, right. There's an Excel spreadsheet open on somebody's laptop. It's a Dell. And <laughs> There's like, we must, cause you know, it's like a little faulty. So (laughs) must have six of this, must have 12 of this. We need to Mm -hmm. hire four. I picture there's like a a bar chat or chart or like a pie chart or something. And representation would never have let that happen. Would never have Mm -hmm. let that Mm meeting in that conference room happen. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And also like representation is like the black experience in itself is diverse. So when yeah. you start to talk about like diversity, like w- what what happens in representation is give us those black directors, give us those black writers because the the lens of the black experience is going to be different as opposed to um someone who isn't black telling black stories or like going these are the accepted black mm-hmm. stories because and also even with in- community it uh-huh. is like it is it is um, it is so wildly divergent mm-hmm. the black experience, um, right? I mean, even like even we Caribbean, have- you know, um, James is, has a 
flinty New England black experience. You know what I mean? Like you have, <laughs> like it's it's all very different. So because yeah. also even inside of our community, we have sort of gatekeepers about what stories are the most appropriate right. to be told. Right. So right. it's like it's like when it's you talk about diversity, damn gate. Mm, always. It's always. You know what did Rachel Peter say? Go around the gate. Go around the gate. Go around the gate. The damn gate. All right. So um, I'm going to ask the last of your your five Ooh questions. Although, so like, I mean, come on. We we definitely done already asked you like 27. But, <laughs> That's um, what we do. That's what we do. But I think that would be a terrible title. 27 questions. 20, oh, my right? I would tune in that. <laughs> Um, so tell us about the circle. That is the final question. Tell oh, lovely. The circle and what a why great lead-in. Do you want to do this? Why are you doing this? What do you hope to like tell us all about it? Yeah. What is it's it? It's like a perfect lead-in from where we just came, actually, because that's exactly what the circle is. So I've been sitting with this, this need to have conversations because and, and thing is all these things link together for me. So when I sit with someone in a photography setting, when I sit with them and start to talk to them about who they are and getting down to sort of the core of that person, that's something that I would love to be able to do on a different kind of a platform that doesn't require me to take pictures of them. Um, so, so cause, right. because I, I think there's something really beautiful because something I do feel like people have mentioned taking away is that in those sessions, in those moments, they are able to see elements of themselves that they did not see or didn't think about. Um, and I think that's beautiful because in a sense, it's like getting to know a little bit. It's, it's like everyone coming in contact with those sessions or with those times are also being able to embrace and love a little bit more of themselves more fully. Um, so I wanted to find a space to do that uh, where again, I'm not dealing with photography because also photography is sort of going to be filtering out slowly in her experience. Um, so, yeah, there's other things to be doing. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, but 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 I feel like the the circle came out of, in particular, over this past year. There's been so many conversations and panels and chats and all these things talking about diversity. Um, Talking about, you know, what does inclusivity looks like? What what does equity look like? What are all these things? So I, but I feel like what's what's seeming to be missing from so many of them is the understanding of what we just talked about is that representation is actually not being as pulled to the center of those conversations. It's specifically what does diversity look like in a time where Black Lives Matter, which is a point on the spectrum that we need to be talking about. Right. I'm, not, I'm not taking away from that by any means, but that is a point. If we're going to truly talk about cracking the egg open and having discussions, then like, Let's have them. We have we have we got a year. This is a lot yeah. of time to really start putting. Let's put it all on the table so that we can hear each other a little bit more fully. Um, someone told me a story really quickly about um, and this will be on my first episode of the circle coming out tomorrow. Um, <laughs> but that, that someone told me a story about this leader who takes a group of people blindfolded out into a field and puts them in a circle, and then there's an object in the middle of the circle. These people all have blindfolds, so they have no idea. The leader says, I want each of you one by one to walk into the center of the circle and 
tell me your experience of what you hear, smell, touch, taste, whatever this object is. You, I want you each to tell me your experience all the way around the entire circle until the last person does that and then steps away. And then the leader goes, God is in the center of this circle. The only way that we will be able to understand or get an idea of what God looks like and who God is, is by listening to each of those people in this circle's opinion. And so if I take that and bring like a wide angle outside of that and look at that story, like touched me so deeply yeah. when I heard it, because I was like, oh my God, the only way for me to understand myself and who I am in the bigger picture of things and of life is if I take the moment to see and listen to the person standing next to me hmm. or the person's across from me or the person on the other side of me, I might not like them. I might not know <laughs> what they think, but, but you need to know, but, but I need to know something about them because we are walking this earth together. And if we, if I want to live in the best world that I want to live in, I can't act like they're not here. And that's one of the things that I feel like is so lacking in so many of these conversations that everyone is so excited about showing all the new black people that they've included in their seasons and their projects. And right. I'm looking at I'm looking at Asian friends, Latin friends, trans friends, people who are larger bodied, people who are disabled. I'm looking at all these different groups of people and thinking, but where are all of them? What where are they? Where are these people? You have you have brought in this this group of sort of socially you know, sort of socially acceptable, attractive people who are very thin and have a very specific sort of uh, uh, appearance and, and, and vibe about them. And you've now, um, in doing that, you're thinking that you've done the work. And it's like, no, 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 you haven't, you've done what was convenient to you, but you didn't actually dig in. And this is, we've had a year. So there is, there is at some point, some at some point, it would be really lovely to start seeing people really digging in. And I think that a lot of it is, I don't think that there's a lack of intention. I think that people really do believe that they are doing what th the best that they can do. And I think right. that people are trying and are trying to learn and are listening and are really working through things. But I think sometimes it takes for the people who are not seen to lead the way. So that, so that, so that you're able it. to do that. So that's, that's what why, you're doing. So that's so why I wanted to do the circle because it just gives, it gives a space for people to be. Can you tell That's us what the first episode like? Uh, the like, first episode is a group of a group of trans women who are of a certain age, of a certain age, just meaning over thirty, because we sort of regularly hear the voices of trans people who are under thirty. Like that's almost right. all that we hear is these sort of millennial trans folks mm -hmm. who are who are you know mostly leaning. Um, the conversations that we hear are mostly leaning towards non-binary people, mm -hmm. um, and it's become a point where I feel like the voices of trans women who are who are binary trans women and who are not um who are not 25 um are are, are just not really heard anymore and it's it's includes it includes tv and film as well because there's a number of times where people have been in for roles that were written as the quote unquote trans role which is also a conversation that needs to be had um but this role was written for a trans woman of a certain age and then the girls who book it are like 24 and 25 and you're like well right like you, these these women, in particular, these these trans women who are like in their fifties and sixties, even it's like they are completely being erased from the conversation, mm -hmm. and it's because of their existence that anybody now that's trans is even getting to start to get into mm -hmm. these rooms. 
So it's mm. like, I feel like they are sometimes erased and their experiences are are not thought of in this sort of march towards liberation for all that we're having. They are a part of that all. Um, El Morgan, where can we where can we view this tomorrow, and um, how how do we how do we how do we watch this tomorrow? So I will be releasing it at some point tomorrow because it's episode one, and she still has to finish editing it. Um, <laughs> but I will be <laughs> releasing it tomorrow. Episode one drops um, when I episode drop one. It. <laughs> yes, <laughs> episode one will drop on my Instagram page at El Morgan Lee. Um, okay. I, and it will also be on YouTube after that. Yay! Yay! Um, those are our five serious questions. Ooh, see, that was easy. Yes. That wasn't so it, bad. It's not, it's not. And, I know. And also I feel like, you know, because it's you, I, 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 I we went maybe a little bit heavier than we normally Oh, I love would, it. No, yeah, no, know. I love it. Um, but, um. Yeah, yes, in the future should all be aware. They're going to cut quite deep. Cut. <laughs> Very be ready deep. to cry. Come on, Deep come over cut. here and get cut. But the next part is very fun. It's a, it's a, a, a it's a game. <laughs> it is a, it's called our quick five. So there are just five rapid fire questions. Oh God. Um, yes. Top first of mind. The, yeah. Whatever's on the top of your mind. The, the first ones to, uh, jump out at you. Do you, <laughs> who, am, am I doing them? Which, what you doing? What, what do you want to do? Um, you want me to do it? I'll do it. Okay. I'll do it. Because... Let's go back and forth. Dun, you dun, want to do it back and dun, forth? Let's try going okay. back and forth. All right. We've never but done it's that. intense. Fast. Oh, spit fast. Roast. Okay? Yep. Fast. Fast. <laughs> spit. Fire. Mm. Rapid yes. fire. Yes. All right. Okay. Tony Collette returns to Broadway in what musical? I get to choose it or just yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, oh Jesus. Um <laughs> uh, this is not the right answer, Chicago. Oh <laughs> that's, <a> pretty, <laughs> that's not the right answer. Audra that's not what I really role. want. What's, I'm sorry, Audra, what was that? Audra McDonald's dream role. No, oh, this is bad. Um, I mean, my first thought is my fair lady, but I know that's because she wanted oh. to do it. Oh and didn't see, but this is about that representation conversation that we had. Ah, <laughs> next to normal. Thank you. Oh, I, I, yes, that's much oh, better, actually. And just just had the conversation on Facebook where I put that. Um, no, no, um, Audrey McDonald. Yeah, I think she wanted to do uh, uh, My Fair Lady, but it it was never done. And if you can't get Audrey McDonald to do that, then I mean, come on now. What's wrong? <laughs> okay, hey, this is quick five, quick five, quick five. Okay. Mandy Patinkin, yes, no, or maybe? No. No. <laughs> no, 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 Jam, you do the next one. Oh, um, oh, all right. Uh -oh. Your cell phone goes off during the opening chords of the ladies who lunch in Patti LuPone's triumphant return to Broadway in company. Where do you hide? I don't hide anywhere. Come <laughs> for me. Bitch, I will answer the phone. <laughs> you are a and I'm gonna be and I'm gonna be the one going. I'll be the one going. Hold on, sweetie. Let me just put this on camera so I can record her. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes, again. laughs> 
receipts. <laughs> because if I answered it in the theater, then that means that it was important. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, this is the last one. Last one in the quick five. At the 1993 Tony Awards, Liza Minnelli and Lorna Luft did a sister's medley. The opening song in that medley was If Mama Was Married. True or false? True. False. It oh was, my God! It was Miss Seely's Blues from the Color Purple film. Oh, representation. Representation. <laughs> I will be posting that video. After the show, I'm very mad. Oh my gosh! You're opening a sisters medley between Liza Minnelli and Lorna, Lorna Love, Love with, si le with Miss Seely's Blues. Let me tell you something, sister. Mm-hmm. Um, this has been absolutely lovely. It went so fast. It did. I know. This, uh, we still have a little bit more show to do. Yeah, um, do. Um, and, um, and, and as we wrap up, well, also, we're moving into our, our live on tape performance of El Morgan oh, Lee. Oh, yes. Oh, that's but, right. That's but right. you, you got to tell us about some of the things that are coming up. We know about the circle. Um, yes. But someone tells me you might be going across the pond for a project, darling. Uh, yeah. So during the during this whole pandemic situation, I got reached out to by a creative team in London who is looking to build uh, the Danish Girl, a musical active adaptation of the Danish Girl. So I sang from the show, and then all of a sudden things started happening, and now I am getting ready tentatively next month in April to go over and do a workshop um, as Lily in The Danish Girl. Yes. Yeah, it's like it's, 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 it's like its own sort of light in the piazza, a little night music moment that, that I'm so, so excited about. That oh. is amazing. And tell us about, you're doing some stuff with our choreographer. Um, oh, Raja. Also um, in April, also okay. in April, um, April the 8th, I believe the, the, look will be, I can't call it a show because it's really going to be like a glorified look into a rehearsal of a concept of the first step of development in a concept. So I was supposed to do, um, I was asked to do, um, I was asked to do a play, one of the readings in um, one of the series that's been on YouTube. Uh, and so they, they, the play that we wanted to do uh, was going to be The Women. Mm -hmm. um, and I, it didn't work out because there were some elements about the women after rereading it that I was just like, no, 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 no. This is not the story that we need to be telling today. And like the fact that she <laughs> for years pined after this man, that's fine. I guess if she couldn't, you know, move on from this relationship, sure. this man cheated on her. Um, but in the end, it was that she took two years to pine after him only to set up another woman so that she could get him back. And I had a lot of problems with her going back to a jerk and like that doesn't that's not where we need to be today in conversations <laughs> about women. Right. Um, so I was like, I feel like this is a conversation that should happen. And Raja being the visionary that he is mm -hmm. kept kind of pushing a bit and being like, well, what else do you think, El Morgan? And what else do you think, El Morgan? And why do you think that, El Morgan? And what else do you think? And so fast forward to him being given a residency at Ars Nova uh, at the end of this month and then through April. And he asked me to be one of the artists that uh, he's collaborating with. So he's going to be directing okay. this piece. We pulled together uh, like seven playwrights, all women or non-binary people who are going to sort of join this conversation about what it means to be a woman and what being a woman looks like in 2021. So right now the 
tentative title is called The Women 2021. Um, and it's it's being sort of built in a sort of like the color museum format where it's each yes. each writer has a piece in the in right, the play. Right. So there's Fantastic. sort of like this this sort of round that's look. Awesome. That's awesome. So April 8th, that's happening. I love I it. Love it. Um, I love it. Are we gonna we're gonna watch a video? We oh, are right. going to watch a video. Down with the love. Oh, so, well, are you ready why? to sing it live right now? Mm-mm. <laughs> why did you want like, to sing this? I, I understood. I understood clearly why the why the story is that she went backstage after this and fainted. I understand now. It is quite the beast. It is. Who did you do this for? What was this project? The, uh, Broadway for Racial Justice uh, put together this uh, Black History Month concert series called Revival and they asked me um, if I had anything I wanted to sing, if there was anything that spoke to me um, and I, I had just gotten the sheet music to this and I was like, you know what, I'm going to give this try. a try and see what this is and yeah, yes. give it a try, I did. I mean, <laughs> I, you're you're in for a treat everybody. Yeah. Um, if you yeah. have never heard, and I don't know how you could not have, but if you have never heard uh, El Morgan sing, this is a testament <sighs> This is a, it's it's testimony. This is a <laughs> this put me through it. This was like I was on the edge of my everything. Like, what what is she is she, what? No, she's not, she not, is she? Wait a minute! I stood up three times during it. Um, <laughs> so this is uh, L. Morgan Lee singing "Down with Love." Love. Oh, I'm backing it up. I'm backing it up. I'm backing it up. I'm backing it up. Down with love. With flowers and rice and shoes Down with love, the root of all midnight blues Down with things that give you that well-known pain Take that moon, wrap it in a cellophane. Down with love, let's liquidate all its friends. Like moon, June, roses and rainbows. And down with song. Stupid, down with size, down with Cupid, bro. 
It's first of all, it's one of my favorite songs, like most favorite song ever. And that's just it's wonderful. You just you Thank sound you, amazing. Jane. You just sound amazing and I love it. I love it. Three million times. <laughs> you doing the big things. Doing it's, the big uh, song. It's awesome. Awesome. I just awesome, I awesome. love um this the whole journey. <laughs> I think as as Jam said, the entire journey of just like knowing you and of our time with a strange loop and watching your journey alongside all of our journeys and alongside the show's journey, watching all of that has been and continues to be just a fucking privilege. Yeah. And just it, it's I feel just the same watching you all. So thank it's, you. It's just a wonderful, wonderful thing. And I like we are family. Oh my know? god, yeah. So it's just it is it's a a very special thing. So we are we are honored to have had you as a guest this evening. Well, I, I would have been here anyway. I'm usually I'm usually watching and, and commenting from the side, <laughs> looking things up. <laughs> oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh. Um, well, um, as I said, um, my intention is um, I, I want to have a couple Nanette Fabres, um, yes. and 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 our intention is you will be one of our Nanette Fabres, and and Vizi, you know, Jason. Oh. I know we just haven't we just haven't scheduled, and that's on me. I'm the booker. I'm a bad booker, Jason. Um, but so I'm tell you, he's been busy. <laughs> you see, Jason is Jason is always working too. Jason's been on your show, but but Jason will be like sideways working and this watching your show. This right? is so true. Right? He'll be like between takes on the film. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And you're like, wait, you're doing what now? Oh, I'm just doing an HBO show. And, uh... <laughs> moves, moves in silence, moves in silence, and then drops episodes. Just like, bam. <laughs> yep. 
I love it. I'm quarantining someplace. I'm trying to do a Jason Veazey voice. Do you hear me? <laughs> um, I'm quarantining to do a film. Anyway. anyway we we got anyway. to work on the voice. He will. Unprofessional. I don't give a damn. Jason. <laughs> um, so we usually end our show with um, something called, we call one wish. Um, because it's all numbers. One, uh, one, one special wish. I went to the same place. Um, <laughs> do you have, what's your one wish, Jam? Um, my one wish this week is very silly. But it is my one wish, and it is my. Uh, uh, this wish is for myself. Okay. But I'm like, Lord, please be a video from the Oberlin concert. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I told you, are they still having it though? Are they still having it? Oh, I did think they, they have it? it. Oh, so it was old. I think it happened. Oh, that's true. It's oh Black History God. Black History Month. I would assume. And you know what? I'm gonna tell you what. If it didn't happen, oh, February 28th at 4:30. I know there was a rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> the rehearsal, Lord, be a video. So, I'm gonna tell you what. That show Somebody was at 4:30. That was at 4:30 on the 28th. I'm sure that at 2 p.m. they had at least a dry tech. They had a sound check at two. And somewhere there's a stage manager that has that tape. And there's, like some, to- there's some pissed off black student at Oberlin with their cell I'm just saying that if you have that tape, tape, feel free to reach me at 5QJ&J. My one wish don't for this. Me in the cotton field, low Jericho, roll down low. I mean, like what were they wearing? What I oh, want. Jesus. So um, that is. That oh is my god! Oh my god. Somewhere. Uh, my one wish is uh, for everyone not to waste their one good nerve. Right, what? pulling it back in. Don't yes. don't waste your one good nerve, um, because you'll be up shit's creek. <clears throat> uh, yes. this has been lovely. Oh, oh I don't well, get a one wish. Yes, a wish. yes, I'm that's right. <laughs> Wait a minute, I don't get one wish. <laughs> Nancy Wilson. Nancy, Nancy Wilson. No, did you ever see that video on YouTube? Oh, was that the the pageant one? The old no, it's the old white woman playing Effie, and the, the only black person is playing like reporter number six in the background of like. But why is it always show. Effie? Why is it but always like, Effie? They go to Nancy Wilton is like community theater royalty of like a suburb of deep, deep, maybe Michigan. You must look up this video. It's the whole fight scene into end, I am telling you. So it's about 12 minutes long and it is sheer brilliance. <laughs> That's right. Of course, of course the black person was reporter number six getting all the tea on the side. The one black person. Yes, you can almost- says she was wonderful. <laughs> Her best work yet. <laughs> oh, Jesus. We love a transformation. Oh, do you, do you have God. one wish for, for everyone, L. Morgan? 
My wish, if we're all stemming it back into the episode, my wish is that everyone will, oh, what's well, a twofold? So it's two wishes. Um, point five wish is that everybody will try and watch the circle tomorrow when I decide to drop it. Um, <laughs> and then and then the other half of the wish is that everyone watching will listen to someone that they didn't think twice about listening to before. Or that they thought twice about listening to right, before. Right. Oh. Say it again. Say say it again. Listen, listen to someone that you thought twice about listening to before, or that you hesitated to listen to before. Okay. Okay. Just, just one. That's a good one. That's that a, good a good one. one. Um, oh my gosh. Do you want to tell well, the kids what's happening next week? Before oh we my are. God! Next week we have Black Broadway royalty in the house. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah! It was a, it was a flat hint, but it was a hint. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you giving me a drum a drum roll? Oh yeah. Mm, oh boy, that oh boy. All right, is that well, working? That's, mm, I gotta work mm, on my... mm, 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 mm. It's fine. Next <laughs> week's guest is Saquon. Saquon is joining us next week, ladies and gentlemen. This picture. The, right? This picture, this picture. right? I, I'm bringing a fan next week. I mean, Ellen. can you imagine? Like, look, she's Saquon. She walks Dear God. with a fan. Seiko <laughs> is, uh, she was our, our first uh, Black Alphaba. Not yes. the full-time one. She was a cover. And I want them to hire a full-time. Uh, yep. But she was first. Um, she is Secret Life of Bees. Uh, yeah. The Wonder Years reboot. Yes. Oh, that was just announced that. today. That was just announced today. Yes. On ABC, yes. they're doing a reboot of The Wonder Years. Lee Daniels is producing, Fred Savage is directing, and Saikon is cast. playing the mother. And yep. that one in Atlanta that, that was Delilah. 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 She's also Girl playing works. one of Aretha Franklin's sisters in the Respect yes. film with Jennifer yes. Hudson because Saikon, that's the girl. only um, Aretha Franklin. Pick How are you getting that these appointments happening? Like just <laughs> working. Like get yes. me into some of these appointments. <laughs> right? Right? Can I just? I'll drive you. I mean, you know, I'll set this up is the what camera. happens when you when you've had like how many Broadway shows has she been? She's been in Aida. She's Tony That's nominated right. for Eclipse. She's mm -hmm. been in Motown. She was in Wicked. She was in Rent. She was like, I mean, but you don't need all that. You don't need to do all that to get on TV, though. So, so I, I need some assistance <laughs> with the TV, Sekhan, because Thank we you. have been watching you for years now on TV. <laughs> she was in Happily watching her. It looks yes, beautiful on was, screen. She was. Um, she was uh, the 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 girlfriend. Scandal. Scandal. Uh, yeah, that's right. She has that show. Um, in taking the taking Olivia that, that... taking Olivia's pace. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. <laughs> so that's next week. That yeah. is next week. That's exciting. Um, um, where can everyone um, find El Morgan? Everyone can find El Morgan, and here this is her. This is her social media asset that I built for her. Look at you, fancy. <laughs> well, the Twitter, the Twitter, the Twitter is actually L Morgan <laughs> underscore Lee. 
Now, oh. why you gotta get brand new with it? Like <laughs> I asked you about this yesterday when I was. That's okay, Jim. You didn't ask me details. I just said Twitter. You could have found that. See, that's that. That's we gotta have somebody helping you out with book in there. She's like, I follow you. You, you can't. You can't return the favor. Shadishery. Shadishery. All in love. Morgan. We, Lee. we thank you so very much. Um, oh, I love that. you too. Thank you. Um, this dog is licking my feet. Please hold. Um, oh, Zeke. Um, so um, this is where you can find us. Yes, you find Q, J, and J. Um, and um, we thank you all for watching. Tell tell your friends. Oh, she and, was um, on Dawson's Creek. I did not know that. She, she was on the creek. What? So she's been, I mean, she was a baby working. I mean, oh. this is, wow. The only reason, says Elisha Caldwell, she was the only reason. The only, the only reason. <laughs> Why well, I got well, to talk to her about the creek? That used to be, that was a good swim. Um, I mean, everything. So um, tune in next week. Um, and um, we'll also, have a how does she still look like 20? I don't like, right? Ugh. It's just need, so easy I for some people. I want to drive her. Vaseline, um, cocoa butter, but it's like three three times Vaseline, one part cocoa butter. Wait, is this true? And it's, um, oh, because you're close. Yeah, I'm gonna find ask that. How does and, that skin um, stay looking like that? All of my questions are going to be about beauty. <laughs> You're like so sick on. We're gonna I'm go from head to toe here. El Morgan, El Morgan sent a me. note to ask about hair, and let's just have like, is, you know what? Is this the right one? Whole, she could do a whole show on hair. I'm sure. Um, yeah, and, and and like really, like I mean, so. Uh, well, I'll tell a story out of school, but um, how we became friends, we were doing a show together in Baltimore and we had like a two show day and I knew we were going to become friends because we were walking home from the theater and she said, what are you doing? And I was like, I am getting ice from the ice machine. I'm going to ice these feet. She's like, can I come ice, your, ice my feet with you? And so we both went, we got bags of ice, put, put them on our feet, and she proceeded to take her bra off from underneath her face. <laughs> and then she's like, I have to do my hair tomorrow. And sat there for the next like three hours and took out every single braid and laid them down. And I was like, well, she got real comfortable with you fast. We are friends for life. That's family. That's family. <laughs> oh, God. And so was still I, stunning when they were out, I'm sure. Right? Stunning. Right. Stunning. She's gorgeous. I'm She's doing extreme research starting tonight. <laughs> it's a deep I dive. Have, I she have has so much content. All of the I'm going to ask a question for every poor <laughs> that I don't see. <laughs> Um, but, um, and, 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 well, I can, you know, I don't have an asset yet, but, um, we have also coming up, uh, another Broadway, uh, wonderful person who is a, a good friend of a strange loop, a good friend of ours, Miss Leslie Kritzer is going to come oh. and join us the following week. Yeah. And, um, and, and we're in talks with some, some wonderful people that I'm not yeah. going to announce yet, but, um, Yeah. Um, People are like contacting us. Stay tuned. Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. So this is lovely. Um, so, El Morgan Lee, your magic. Um, we're going to play these end credits, um, but don't log off yet. My computer, y'all, like right <laughs> before we're about to go on, crashed, right? Yep. So all of the stuff Stage that I would tell came you... in and said, gave us our 10 minutes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I decided to shower. And <laughs> <laughs> And his computer crashed. Yeah, yeah. Oh. All right, y'all. Much love. Um, we love y'all. Follow us on our on our social media. Um, Five Q J and J. On you know our 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 Facebook, our Instagram. Most of you are watching on Facebook today. So come yeah. on, tell us some things, and um, we'll see you next week. Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs>